Big Tay, are you... Are you crying? A uh, little bit. Little bit. <laughs> what for? These, these are these are these are, are tears of joy. I'm 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 just so happy that I won't be hearing Jeff Gordon doing TV anymore. Welcome to Talking NASCAR with Burn and Big Tate, America's favorite NASCAR podcast by NASCAR fans or NASCAR fans. Enjoy the show. Welcome, race fans, to Talking NASCAR with Burn and Big Tay. I'm Burn. And I'm Big Tay. And welcome to episode number 11 of Talking NASCAR with Burn and Big Tay. Big Tay, we got a jam packed show, so why don't you let everyone know how to get a hold of us? Heck yeah. You can reach us uh, on our Facebook page at NASCAR Talking or our Twitter page at NASCAR Talking and even on our Instagram at Talking NASCAR. That's right. And make sure to reach out to us. It's an easy way to get included in the show. But with that, Big Tay, why don't we drop the green flag? Heck yeah, let's do this. Three, two, one. Green flag, green flag. Go, go, go. And we are off. Jam Pack Show, Big Tay. Let's get right into it. Let's look at the Nashville race. And I thought it was a pretty entertaining race myself. How about you? You know, it was. This is uh, other than the concrete track at Dover. You know, you had the concrete track at Nashville. And it uh, it didn't disappoint. And you know what? I think it definitely lived up to the hype that was uh, building up. I agree. It definitely did. It's the first run, as we had talked about before in previous episodes, of the Cup Series at Nashville. They did a mm-hmm. lot of improvements mm-hmm. for the track and the grandstands to to land that race, so good on them. Uh, the crowd was electric, and in uh, the race, it was it was yeah, it was a big, it was a great sized crowd too. On you know, as they showed on TV, and uh, it was uh, even 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 surprising on the news that they had to hold back the race to the the start of the race by a little bit just to make sure you know the fans got all, all into the. Into the track. Yeah, that is something as, uh, that they're going to have to improve on for sure. Is is the traffic flow of getting fans in and out of the of the oh, yeah. raceway? But uh, overall, like I said, I was thoroughly entertained by by this race. Well, why don't we get into uh, the stage winners and the eventual winner of the race? Who it will be an all too familiar name for those who have been following the NASCAR season. <laughs> so. Uh, Big Tay, who won stage number one? Yeah, well, your stage one winner was Chase Elliott, and following that, with the the stage two victory was as as we mentioned, a familiar song in Kyle Larson, who, again, unsurprisingly, turned out to be the race winner, uh, as as his dominance continues here in this in this uh, little stretch here through the midseason. So when you include the All Star race. That is race number four in a row. Am I correct on that? So yeah, including the the uh, the All Star race, that would be four uh, races in a row for Mr. Kyle Larson. That's a pretty dominant stretch, if you ask me. Something that you don't uh, see it's, a lot of. Yeah, I mean, I was gonna say the last uh, really 
the rest last time we saw a stretch of someone dominating like this was uh, with your boy Jimmy Johnson there <laughs> so flashes of flashes of Jimmy and and uh, the resurgence of Hendrick as we've pointed out before in the past <laughs> this race was I guess uh, three in a row for Kyle Larson like we said uh, three points race in a row three which is races, yep. which is good uh what else happened in this race at uh, Nashville? Well, following the race, I guess the sort of big surprise, at least it was to me and, and a lot of other people out there, was with the disqualification of uh, Chase Elliott for having loose lug nuts on uh, on his car. So That was pretty surprising. He, yeah, he was. Yeah, I mean, he, he definitely had a strong car. And uh, I think on, on the radio they mentioned, uh, you know, possibly that he had, wasn't sure of that they got lug nuts uh straightened out but uh i was uh, this has happened before but i was surprised that uh it was he was actually disqualified and you know lost pretty much lost his points that that were earned there so it's it's one of those I mean, things I'm, where it's not just if i'm if i'm not mistaken it's one of the things where it's you don't get dq'd for having one loose lug nut or two loose lug nuts but he had five loose lug nuts yeah, so it wasn't even exactly. just like one tire; it was on multiple tires, <laughs> and that's what led to his uh, DQ. Yeah, really uh, unfortunate series of events there for the for the defending champ. But uh, you know, it, it, as as much as this stings, I gotta believe that this you know not probably not gonna hurt him too much in the long run. I mean, I and uh, I forgot he's in the playoffs. I forgot to mention. Um, in the stage winners portion of that, he actually uh, forfeited that uh, that yeah. wi- that stage one win, and it actually went to Kurt Busch. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for uh, good good eye there. Bert. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, the uh, you know stage win went to uh, uh, Kurt Busch there, and uh, but like I like I was saying, uh, overall big picture, I don't think this is gonna hurt him too much. Uh, it's just kind of a, oh well. Right. <laughs> at least that's what uh, you know. They're you know they're they're how how they would be kind of looking at it. I mean, all they like, got to do is focus on winning races when they need to now. Right. So. Like you had said, he's already locked himself into the playoffs, so that's not the biggest concern. It's not like he's on the outside looking in, fighting for every point that he can. You want to have better results than. A, a, accredited with a last place finish and no one ever wants yeah, to be disqualified yeah, so. but it's one of those things well now they know so hopefully they <laughs> yep. for his sake take actions to correct however it happened yeah and i, I think they'll be stronger from this and uh i i'd be surprised if they have uh be really surprised if something like this happens to that team again so so overall kyle larson wins kyle larson is dominant any other uh surprise yeah surprise. any other <laughs> topics you want to touch on this nashville race before we look ahead yeah well the uh nashville race was also the start of the nbc uh tv coverage uh i of course taken over uh of fox and uh it was a uh it was a, it was a breath of fresh air i'll say that and uh, we'll, we'll get to more of that here in, in uh in a bit here later in the show but I uh, I just gotta say I liked having uh, Dale Jr. there uh, opening the show with uh, with Brad Paisley, that was that was uh, that was pretty good and it was the enter- there was definitely entertainment value there and I think 
for Dale Jr. for that being his first time out, uh, you know, kind of opening uh, open this show there with the pre race, uh, I did pretty good. I agree. I thought uh, Dale Jr. did pretty good, and with he has a good dynamic there with Brad Paisley. Yeah, definitely uh, made it. Uh, kept you kept you tuned in there for the uh, for the national race, but uh, and that's 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 uh, even over- you know beyond your man crush for Rutledge Wood. <laughs> oh, Rut's awesome. <laughs> Rut's awesome. <laughs> We need, if anything, NBC. We need more rut too. I agree. So. I'm, I'm right there with you. I, I actually yeah. enjoyed him uh, when he hosted several shows for Netflix and all that stuff. And uh, yeah. And so yeah, I, I agree. I like Rutledge Wood. So, uh, as we wrap up here on National, I wanted to ask you this, Burn. Uh, do you think, uh, do you think the race was successful? And, and do you think uh, it'll be a uh, a mainstay here on, on the schedule kind of going forward. So absolutely the, the success of the race was, was obvious with the, with the crowd that was there. They do have some things to work on. Like we talked about with the flow of traffic and everything. And, uh, as far as being on the schedule, uh, NASCAR doesn't really have a choice cause they signed a contract with uh, Dover, mm-hmm. uh, what, do, whatever the company that owns it, it's Dover their, or something. Their ownership group? Yeah, yeah. Beca- uh, because they invested so much money getting that track up to up to snuff on, on for the, the cup race, they signed, I believe, a five-year deal. So Nashville will be on the schedule for the next five years, and I think that's a really good thing. I really do. I think there this needs to be... A permanent, permanent uh, stop on the Cup Series. Yeah, yeah, I, it was it was a long time coming, and you know we touched on it on our last episode a bit too. Is with all the hype and uh, you know kind of building it up, and and it certainly lived up to it. And you know the entertainment value was there, the uh, the, the racing action was there, and and I you know it was it was very enjoyable, and it, it deservedly so. Uh, you know it needs to be on the schedule here going forward so all right so well what do we say we uh yeah let's look ahead to the uh next weekend uh, and we've got the first race at at pocono that's right the pocono organics cbd 325 and first all big tay i am a little bit surprised that they uh that they went with the cbd sponsor there uh that's not something you see every day uh, sponsoring a NASCAR race. It's well, it's that, that's true, but uh, I want to say it's it's a new age, you know, uh, with the whole CBD market blowing up uh, uh, nationwide. Really, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you know, they're they're looking for avenues to get uh, advertising out there, and on the flip side of it, NASCARs could use uh, you know influx of money, promotions, yeah. and uh, you know exactly, new, exactly it's a new market. You know, Exactly. That's you know, like like we said, kind of even going back to uh, uh, you know the, what we kind of said at the beginning of the year. I mean, it's uh, it's really a new age of NASCAR, and and we're seeing that, starting to see that not only with drivers and teams on the track, but uh, in, in the case with the uh, sponsorship of this this Pocono race. So, <laughs> I wonder, I wonder if they, I wonder, if, I wonder if the drivers got uh, some free CBD swag. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think they'd admit it one way or the other. Uh, you're probably right about that. <laughs> so, Big Tay, who won the first two stages? All right. So your your stage winners were 
the Bush brothers. So he had Kyle Bush winning the first stage, and Kurt Bush following that up with winning the second stage. All right, and the reason why we didn't talk about who actually won the race was because before we let everybody know if they don't know already, I'm going to say that this was one of the more dramatic finishes we've had this season. <laughs> I was very, very, very I, – I had a smile on my face when, when it happened. So here's the situation. They're going into the final turn. Kyle Larson is leading the way. Him and Alex Bowman had traded, and the for the lead they were they were battling. They were they were it was it was a really great battle. And for the lead, those last you know ten laps. Or and so. honestly, Kyle Larson straight up outraced Alex Bowman. He did. He maneuvered him, outmaneuvered him, and was well. He also had the the two fresher tires, right. so but nonetheless. <laughs> and they come into the final turn. They're announcing. The, on the NBC telecast, they're, they're, talking about how... They're pretty much crowning him this week. Right, how <laughs> Kyle Larson is going to make history, winning five races in a row, and then Dale Earnhardt Jr. comes on, and what is Dale... He's got a front, left, flat, flat left front. He's got a flat left front. That's right. <laughs> in my, I like it. That was a very good best, impression In my there. best Dale Jr. imitation, yeah. And <laughs> Kyle Larson has a flat left front tire goes into the wall thus making alex bowman the winner of the race it was it was like you said it was quite the dramatic finish probably one of the most dramatic finishes that we've had this season so yeah it was it was certainly the the wow factor was there at the end of the race uh and on a personal note i gotta mention alex bowman winning was huge for me as he ended up Cashing me in for some some good cash. There. That's right. Make that money there, Big Tay. Heck yeah. Maybe we need to rename that segment "Betting with Big Tay." Oh, uh, let's 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 not push my our luck here. <laughs> I'm, I'm not I'm not going I'm not going I'm not I'm not pushing all my chips in the table just yet. <laughs> it was an exciting race, like you said, uh, the, especially the final twenty laps. It was uh, definitely definitely entertaining for sure. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Did you? What'd you think about the? Uh, what'd you think about the the length of the race there, Bernie? You think it was too short, just or just enough, or? Uh, I think with the just wanna, with the back to back races like this, it was just it was fine. They only were allowed after yesterday's race four hours last night, and then four hours this morning to get their cars cup ready for race number two. So, mm-hmm. I think for for the sake of everybody, except for maybe Alex Bowman, who is thoroughly disappointed in his press conference uh talking about his inability to drink beer tonight or uh on after the race to celebrate and he couldn't celebrate the way he wanted to he couldn't jump on the car he couldn't burn out because of uh the fact that they have to race that exact same car uh for the pocono 2 race so i mean i i for the length of the race i thought it was okay how about you yeah i i think it was good too especially considering some of the races they run historically there, you know, been longer, like 400 milers. Uh, I, I think this is a good sweet spot, and having it fit into the doubleheader weekend like that, I, I think it was perfect. So I, I, I hope they keep this format, uh, at least for the Pocono, these Pocono races, because I, I think it, it uh, certainly adds something to the schedule and to the teams. Like I mentioned, uh, you know, having to keep the same car 
uh, for both races on the weekend. So and you know something I, that yeah, uh, I, I like it. You know, Kyle Larson, after crashing on the final lap, now has go to a backup car for the Pocono two race. So it'll be interesting to see how how that plays out. Yep, yep. That and also we we should mention that the field uh, being inverted for the start of the second Pocono race. That's where, that's right. Uh, Positions 1 through 20 will be flipped, so the 20th place finisher will be starting on pole, and uh, you've got your winner, Alex Bowman, starting in 20th. So that's that's another bit of an interesting wrinkle. Right, and as you had said, I actually, I I think that the the doubleheader at Pocono, I like this little quirk in the schedule, so I would like to see this continue uh, from here on out for the time being. One of those uh, interesting little... uh, uh, remnants of of the COVID era, shall we speak, so to speak. So, <laughs> any other things you want to talk about for the Pocono One race there, Big Tay? Just uh, well, I think we'll touch on it when we get to fantasy. But uh, I just want to uh, leave uh, leave off on the note that it was a good, good, good weekend for me for Pocono, both in points and in my pocketbook. So, <laughs> with that, with that, we can move. All on. right. Well, let's. Look ahead to the recent uh, NASCAR news, and it was a pretty busy couple of weeks on the on the news front there for NASCAR. There, Big Tay. Definitely a lot to unpack here for uh, news in the NASCAR world. That's for sure. That it is. But uh, yeah, yeah. So well, I guess uh, kind of starting off there, we got uh, news of the reinstatement of the spotter for uh, Chase Elliott. Uh, Eddie DeHunt uh, and his team. So, uh, you know, kind of, he was, uh, he was indefinitely suspended there for a bit. But uh, I'm sure him joining the team was a a welcome sign for for Chase and uh, and the Hendrick crew there. Uh, as I'm sure, you know, they want to get buckled down here, getting into the playoffs. So, uh, hopefully, they can. If anything, just for <laughs> just to be able to get that the spotter back in that familiar voice in in chase elliott's head yeah no that's that's definitely you know that's definitely part of the dynamic of of the race team and uh having getting back into that uh you know that groove of having your your guys on your on your team in in their in their spots that's you know i'm sure that's a a comforting sign as they buckle down here getting uh, into the uh stretch of the regular season here in other news and i'm sure there's a large contingent of fans out there that are just anxiously awaiting talking NASCAR with Burn and Big Tay to cover this. Shout out to Sean Sizon, part of member of the pit crew for making sure that we touched on this this episode. And that is That's right. <laughs> Jeff Gordon officially announced to leave the Fox booth and will join Hendrick Motorsports in the vice chairman role, which is Second in command at Hendrick Motorsports. I'm 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 slow clapping my applause there. <laughs> I don't think Jeff Gordon I'm, I'm was cla- was all that bad there, Big Tay. You know he he wasn't, but uh, gosh, there were some there were some, there were a lot of cringeworthy moments as he was in the booth and it, it kind of took him a while to really get comfortable. And just, I mean? just, just as he's starting to get, get comfortable back there is when he <laughs> leaves. 
Exactly. Exactly. We're, it was like it's like right when I was at the point of really tolerating him, <laughs> personally, uh, and and he's gone. And you know, I was like, oh, okay. Well, hey, at least they got they they he left in time uh, for Clint Boyer to join the booth. Because man, what a shot in the arm that was for for Fox in that broadcast group. Yeah. It really was. We've touched on who we want to see in the booth with Mike Joy and Clint Boyer. Shout out yourself, Big Tay, as we are going to try to, on Twitter, Big Tay Fox Booth. So follow uh, follow our Twitter account, at NASCAR Talk, and, uh, and we'll get that hopefully trending. Well, uh, yeah, we'll be working on, we'll be working on right. my audition tape for Fox. That's right. That? And then... Uh, what will you miss most about Jeff Gordon there, Big Tay? Uh, man. <laughs> See, like, I Not think much. Jeff Gordon... <laughs> can't Jeff say, Gordon can't was miss, good and, and funny in those, like, pre-recorded skits that they would do from time to time. Like, the, the Days of Thunder spoof yeah, that they did. Yeah, yeah, I'll agree with that. Yeah, the Days of yeah. Thunder bit yeah, with... Things uh, like that, like, that was when good. he wasn't was trying to be real-time race analysis guy he was okay but that's where he struggled when he was mm-hmm. talking about the race in real time and strategy and all that stuff yeah yeah that's true i mean if i guess if if anything i'm gonna miss him it's it's gonna be it, there's gonna be no one to to laugh at uh, mike joy's you know odd <laughs> comments coming back from break or something like that because he would he would always he was the, he would be the only and one laughing now that jeff gordon has taken over <laughs> Uh, as I so, guess heir apparent to Mr. Hendrick, what to Mr. I mean, Hendrick how now? do you think he's going to to run that organization? Do you see any wholesale changes being made within Hendrick Motorsports because Jeff Gordon took over? No, I don't think so. And and the reason why I, is is I I think Jeff still has just like yeah he 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 needed to learn in the booth i think he still has a lot to learn in this uh you know this corporate role uh now we should emphasize that you know Hend- hendrick Rick hendrick isn't going anywhere he's still president you know ceo or how you know he's the big boss of hendrick motorsports so he's still going to be sticking around but i think uh, uh you know at least these first couple of years is uh, pretty much going to be grooming him for uh for you know, down the down the line, when uh, when it's time for Mr. Hendrick to you know step away uh, from that role. And one of the first things, one of the first things that we saw, they announced that Jeff Gordon's coming on board, and then, boom, a few days later, Alex Bowman gets a contract extension. Yeah, and a bit of uh, I don't want to say too surprising, but uh, yeah, it was still good to see that uh, yeah they're they're extending Alex Bowman's. Uh, contract with with the team for through uh, well through 2023 so you know he's like like we've mentioned uh, in the past you know he's part of this youth movement if you will at at uh, Hendrick Motorsports and uh, yeah I think they're they're really setting themselves up the the organization they're setting themselves up here for the long run and you know we're, we're they're, they're definitely gonna be contenders and uh, the, t- the team to talk about here in the next couple of years. Yeah, I agree. I don't think Alex Bowman was going to – they weren't going to let him go anywhere. He's too talented of a driver, and he's seen a lot of success this year with yeah, three he's, wins he's already. Yeah, really, so. I think – I'll say this too. I think he's really 
fit in and set, settled in at his uh, in his role at the at the forty eight. So and and we've really uh, you know talked about how last year he was you know in the shadow of Jimmy Johnson and and with everything that happened with the the pandemic and the season last year the changes, but this year he's really like you said found his groove making a name for himself in the circuit. So, I mean, big props to him. Yeah, he's definitely come along, and he's building his own brand and style, and uh, it's uh, it's good to see another name uh, being mentioned other than, you know, Chase Elliott or Kyle Larson at, uh, at Hendrick Motorsports. So, yeah. Well, speaking of Hendrick Motorsports and all the, the big teams, there was uh, some news this week, and that is that Colleague Racing is going to compete next year in the Cup Series. Yeah, definitely big news for a small team like Colleague. Uh, you know, we, we, you know we, we've all talked about and heard about the big news from, from the big teams like your Gibbs and Hendrick and Penske's, and this really is a, a big step up for a smaller team like that. Uh, next year, they're going to be running full-time with Justin Haley, uh, also with... Uh, a part-time schedule, I believe, with uh, AJ Allmendinger. So you know they've got, they've got their own little healthy mix of of new talent and some veteran leadership and lead, lead, uh, veteran presence at that team. So definitely going to be interesting to see with that team. And uh, well, really for for all these uh, mid-tier quote-unquote teams here coming in next year, it really is. It's there's there's quite a list of of teams coming in next year with the, I, I, for lack of a better term, underdog sure, teams, sure. the not ridiculously funded teams, which, you know, you have, uh, the 2311 team rumor has that they're going to be expanding to a second ride next year. Um, you have track house racing, uh, live fast GMS, and then now college racing. So, that list is growing, and I think that's healthy for the sport to get more teams Absolutely. involved, and not just not just have your big Penske mm-hmm. and Hendrick. I think this this is definitely going to make watching races a little bit interesting in the sense that, yeah, you you know you're you're going to have your your big teams, they're going to be battling out for you know the top spot and the points and for uh, you know winning races, but. Another thing, kind of to keep in mind as as we're watching, you know, that, uh, you know, watching the races next year, I think is uh, kind of watching the battles between these smaller teams and you know, fighting for playoff spots. And uh, I think that the competition is there. Certainly, that you know, you mentioned all the teams there. I mean, you've got, of course, Bubba Wallace and uh, with the you know, the twenty three eleven team. You got Daniel Suarez, who's who's shown. Some really great runs here, especially as of late. Um, but yeah, you've got all these, all these quote unquote under underdog teams that you mentioned. I mean, they're not, uh, you know, they're not totally new to the sport in NASCAR. You know, these these teams have been established in in the Xfinity series and other uh, other tiers of racing. And uh, like I said, I it's gonna be they're they're gonna have their own battles here. Uh, you know. Uh, battling for for the uh for the for the middle of the points here and i think it's it's uh, it's great to see it's healthy to see it's a good sign of uh growth in in the sport that uh that we haven't really seen too much you know it's you know just been kind of the 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 regular old big teams that we saw so uh 
I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm hoping that uh, you know they're they're you know they're going to be you know they're going to be more than just a park and start type deal. I think they're going to be all competitive and uh, like I said, it'd be going to be interesting to keep an eye on here uh, in the future. Absolutely, and you hope for the success of those teams. Uh, as we saw the, earlier this year, you know Michael McDowell won the won the Daytona 500 as an yeah, underdog yeah. team, and so. I mean, it's, and actually, he's been pretty competitive this year. It's it's looking like part, that's so. sort of been like a, a catalyst of you know these uh, successes, if you will. You know, maybe not big successes, but you know, little little, little victories for these smaller teams to, to to build off of. So, yeah. Well, speaking of smaller teams, there's been rumblings, and now there are official reports out now that. Uh, Brad Keselowski is leaving Penske and going to Roush Fenway Racing in 2022 as a driver and partial owner. Huge news! This is yeah, this is huge news in the uh, in in the in the Cup Cup Series. So, uh, yeah, with that, I mean. And what's 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 your initial reaction to this big big day? All right. Well, my my initial reaction with this is that this means with with Keselowski leaving the two, this means that Austin Sindrick fills that seat. Matt Benedetto stays in the twenty one, and and I hate to say this, but Keselowski goes to Roush Fenway where he starts to fade into obscurity, a la Ryan Newman. And I want him to prove me wrong, but let's be honest, there hasn't really been much to 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 really you know speak of in terms of Roush Fenway racing as of late. I mean that is true. That is true. There hasn't been hasn't been much. However, I I want to disagree with you, Big Tay. So I'm just gonna go ahead and disagree with you there, and say I think Brad Keselowski is going to bring his championship pedigree and and be able to compete at least for a little bit and hopefully jumpstart Roush Fenway racing and uh, I've, in, in the, from where they are to, to where they yeah. at least want to get. And I, I, he'll be part of the catalyst. Yeah, that and gets I, I, I so want that to happen. You know, I, I, that'd be, that'd be a great story to, to really watch and, you know, see them kind of rise through the ashes, but they, you know, because they were, I mean, they were a big, a bigger team, and now all of a sudden, they they've fallen on hard yeah, times. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the, the success hasn't been there, uh, and you know, I'll say, you know, it's not like Keselowski doesn't have any experience as ownership. You know, he did have a a truck series team, so you know, he knows he knows what the deal is there. So I'm I'm just hoping that uh, with with this name that they've landed. Because obviously, big name like Keselowski, you know, past champion coming coming aboard. In in a perfect world, you know, this means they bring it brings in more funding, more sponsorships to the team, and that 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 funding helps you know, you know with the resources of the team, and that those resources uh, those resources in turn you know make the team more successful, and you know it's it's a Cinderella story from there. Uh, but as we know, you know, in, in the world of NASCAR, that's not always, not always the, how the way things work out. But, um, yeah, I, 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 like I said, I want them to prove me wrong, but, uh, in the, in, you know, kind of in the forefront of my mind, that's, 
what's kind of in line to happen. And 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 you're right. You the more probable outcome to this is that Brad Keselowski kind of fades away from being <laughs> relevant. I hate to say it, but I hope, we hope here at Talking NASCAR with Brendan Big Tay is. As we both stated that we hope that uh, Brad Keselowski and uh, Roush Fenway Racing become more relevant and and find yeah, some success. Yeah. That, with that'll this move. that'll be that'll be my my prediction for for next year for uh, for the Roush Fenway group and and Keselowski that they're not might not be very successful, but we'll see. But then again, you have the dynamic. You know who who knows how Brad Kay and and Ryan Newman get together and maybe they'll uh, find some success yeah, with those true. two. If if they can, if if Fenway is able to keep Ryan Newman too, that's another. That'd be another, uh, uh, like I said, interesting uh, thing to see. But uh, I, again, this isn't uh, nothing has been officially announced. So this is all unofficially official if you will so you know no no statements have been <laughs> issued by roush fenway or the penske group so uh but it seems like that uh, the chips are falling falling this way and that's uh, what's going to be in line here for keselowski and the uh, uh fenway team and in other news this week a lot uh, of news a lot of news like we nascar said. <laughs> yeah jam-packed episode so NASCAR took home some accolades as an organization as they won the Sports Business Journal's League of the Year Award. It's their first time winning and their uh, fourth time nominated. And so congratulations to NASCAR. Uh, I think that this has a direct uh, direct relation to how they handled the pandemic last year. That's, I, they, that, I think that's absolutely correct. I mean, you didn't at the time when nothing was going on. You know, you had, you had nothing else, no other sports going. Yet NASCAR was able to put. Uh, they were really the first league, professional league, to to put their product back out on the uh, on the on the track and on TV. They were, and then I want to say they missed a race, or maybe it was two. But then it was they came out with the the. Video game racing, yeah, the uh, the i racing, and the Pro Invitational, which the i racing, and and that was entertaining, and they did that for a few weeks while it, that took the place, I guess you could say, uh, the 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 TV place of the regular mm-hmm. races, and then they came out with the adjusted schedule and started racing again, and that hats off to NASCAR because that was an excellent response time probably a logistical nightmare for the organization yeah. as a whole and 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 but you know what they made they made it work it worked exactly they they made it work and you know like, like we've we, we've all heard plenty of times over the past you know 15 months unprecedented times that we've been going through and nascar adapted like like no other sport or league has and and it showed uh, with with this. It showed obviously with the the uh, the nomination and and you know the uh, uh, the award you know winning this award, and uh, you know what I I think they're you know these are all steps in the right direction for the sport to bring in new eyes and uh, you know uh, 
bring in a, 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 this new audience that uh, that uh, has has been long sought after. Yeah, and I agree with you. Uh, they definitely they need new eyes when it comes to it. they need a new generation of of viewers mm-hmm. of followers because honestly it's uh, been stagnant for for a little bit here and. Uh, and, and, and during the pandemic, I think they were able to take advantage of the fact that there was nothing else going on, that there were no other no other sports yep. going on, and they were able to continue their season and bring those eyes to the sport and, and gain fans. You have NFL guys now who, like uh, Alvin Kamara and former tight end Bernard Pollard. Yeah, I don't know if you saw Bernard Pollard's uh, – reaction to Alex Bowman winning those, those the guys race on, on Twitter are and, awesome you know during during raising L yeah they are I mean these guys are They're NASCAR in, yeah. fans that didn't exist last year yeah. and so the, that is great on the sport you, you it's can great tell, for yeah, the sport guys, they're into it you know they're they're into it they're they're invested mm-hmm. into it so that's that's awesome. I mean, Bernard Pollard's <laughs> literally jumping up and down when Kyle Larson goes into the uh, wall. Yeah, that's that's awesome to see. I mean, that's 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 what uh, NASCAR fans are doing uh, at home, you know. And it's just it's just uh, it's just cool to see uh, you know uh, these other sports uh, figures, you know, kind of you know doing the same thing, you know, like the, the, having the same reaction. So it's uh, it's it's really great to see uh, and. Uh, you know, I, the other thing I, I want to kind of highlight that the the sports done, which uh, sort of you know, well does tie into the this uh, winning league of the years, is, is uh, a lot of the the social work that uh, that NASCAR has done. You know, with all the upheaval, if you will, and and you you know we're not going to get all too political uh, on here, but uh, you know with with uh, all that's gone around, uh, NASCAR has done uh, a lot uh, to. Uh, you know, come together. They've shown they've shown signs of unity and and uh, you know inclusion, and they're taking steps in the right direction on, on that front. I mean, uh, example of that. I mean, you have the uh, you know with the uh, the incident at Talladega last year. You had teams uh, showing support for for Bubba Wallace. Now, granted, the uh, you know after the investigation that there you know there wasn't really any any malintent uh, with with that, but uh, you know, you, you don't exactly see that that type of unity and 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 you know, pride of, of, of teams and competitors coming together, uh, you know, in other sports, kind of showing support, you know, for 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 a single driver like that. You know what I mean? Right. That was one of the the season highlights last year was just how uh, when Bubba Wallace went down pit road. And every team went up and, you know, was was there in a show of support for him. And that was one of the bigger moments yeah, of last yeah, year's yeah, uh, that's, and, and last year's season. Such a, you know, in times of in, you know, high times of, of division all across the world, it was it was just really it was really good to see, you know, people coming together. So so, you know, just another That's exactly, what it's all about. Exactly. That's that's what yeah, that's what we're seeing and that's what this sport is all about, and uh, you know, kind of one of the other reasons that we uh, we like talking about it so much here on 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 this show. All right, Big Tay, why don't we move ahead here and 
talk about what's happening on NASCAR Twitter this week. What are some rumblings you have heard from the NASCAR Twitterverse? The Twitterverse is alive, no doubt about it. There's lots of uh, rumblings going on, and uh, some of the things that I've been monitoring was uh, rumors of NASCAR possibly, again, possibly, hint, hint, wink, wink, of uh, seeking to uh, seeking bids for another manufacturer to join the series, so really kind of interesting stuff there. Mm. You know, I mean, we, we yeah. Oh yeah, I mean that definitely is. So, all right, Big Tay. First off, what uh, what manufacturer would you like to see join the circuit? Well, right off the bat, if 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 there were any manufacturer that I'd like to see back in the sport, it would have to be. The Dodge Group. I mean, we've, we've kind of tinted on this before with the cars, but, you know, you already have a Camaro. You have a Mustang. Now we need a muscle, you know, we need another muscle car to to, to join the ranks here. And and Dodge and their, uh, the uh, uh, the Challenger that uh, or the Charger, you know, one, you know, either one of those, those would be perfect fits here in the sport. Uh, seeing right. that, yeah, that, that'd be, that'd be my vote. Uh, to have a car manufacturer rejoin, but uh, realistically, I I doubt that that would happen. I don't I don't see Dodge. Yeah, just with with Chrysler and their current condition, yep. uh, I don't see Dodge coming coming back as a as a manufacturer. For me, I think it would be it. While it would be cool to see Dodge, for me, it's got to be Honda. I'd like ooh, to see what Honda can ooh, do. I like that in in the circuit in this environment the way it stands right now um it would be awesome to see like f1 uh manufacturers like ferrari and porsche and stuff like that but i don't i don't see that happening either but i'd like to see what honda could do that would be interesting and and i mean honda obviously they have their own pedigree in racing you know so it wouldn't be a uh it wouldn't be too foreign to them but man yeah i'd like that'd be interesting too (laughs) See what like a little uh, stock car Honda Civic. And definitely, and and like to see how competitive they mm-hmm. can be, and I, they would be probably pretty close to being very competitive right from the get go. I you know I I I can't argue against that you know, and and especially with the uh, the next gen cars that are coming out, I I, I would. I would believe that that would kind of make things a little bit easier for them too, you know, having uh, right. It's the time to get in is is for them would be beginning of next year with the next gen cars. Yeah, interesting, interesting for sure. So, uh, so other ramblings in the NASCAR Twitterverse that uh, have been at least peaking my ear uh, was with uh, some rumblings concerning a all electric series that would uh, sort of co- uh, accompany. Uh, the NASCAR circuit, so it's, you know, it'd be a sort of like you, I don't know if uh, you might be familiar, but with uh, there's a, a Formula E series, kind of separate to the F1, but also regulated by the FIA. But uh, this would be sort of along the lines of that. Uh, now that I'm not too, I'm not too uh, certain of if that you know there's any any uh, you know fruit behind that, but. Yeah, I think there's something to be said for the the roar of the engine going around the track. Yeah, 
yeah. that uh, that I just you can't, you can't replicate, replicate exactly. with yeah. uh, there's there's just something about the with an e exactly. series there's, there's something about the smell of uh, you know uh, you know racing fuel being burnt up in the air I mean I'm I'm all about don't get me wrong mm -hmm. I'm all about uh, you know uh, saving the environment and uh, conserving uh, you drive a hybrid <laughs> <laughs> not really. <laughs> but still yeah not, not really. really but uh you know there, there's just yeah there's just some so visceral of of hearing the roar of an engine and 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 smelling the sounds smelling the the you know the the, the scent of, of of burnt rubber and, and uh, racing fuel so although interesting yeah. see i'm all I I, I i'm all for it if it helps springboard the technology for electric cars like sure, if they sure. are able to push these cars to the limit and and make them better and more uh, more viable for the everyday life but i mean right now there's some limitations to those vehicles right, right now and and while i think uh a, a, a e-series would be interesting I just again don't see the viability yeah, there. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I agree. I don't think we're there yet. Maybe down the line, but we're we're definitely not there anytime soon. Uh, anything else on the Twitterverse there, uh, Big Tay? No, I don't think so. Uh, but uh, certainly, as things sort of pop up on my Twitter radar, I'll be sure to uh, bring that up here, and you know, this uh, stuff we'll bring up here on 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 talking NASCAR. All right, Big Tay. Well, why don't we now take a look at the playoff standings? And while we know all the race winners are in, why don't we look at who's fighting for a playoff spot? Give me the last four in and the first four out. All right. So our last four in the playoffs right now. So we've got Kevin Harvick here sitting at 13th. If the play, Then again, these are if the playoffs were to start today. Uh, these will be the rankings. So you have Kevin Harvick, big surprise there, at 13, 13th spot. Kurt Busch in 14th. Tyler Reddick at 15th. And the last playoff spot right now would be to Austin Dillon. Now the first four out, interesting bunch here. You've got Chris Busher, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., Daniel Suarez, and Matt Benedetto as your first four out. Uh, some interesting names after that, you've got Ross Chastain, uh, Ross Chastain, Bubba Wallace, and then Ryan Newman as uh, the next next uh, drivers out there. So, quite quite an interesting uh, mix of names there, especially at the bottom, the bottom uh, bottom of the the playoff standings. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how those teams and everybody work it work it out here with the. What, seven, seven races, races to, to go, go yeah so. and uh it, it's really crunch time for a lot of these teams so it's it's essentially exactly. winning you're in at this point because i mean those are some pretty wide wide point margins there so they they essentially have to win if, if the big thing is uh trying to figure out how to stop hendrick and the uh the, the five team so but yeah if they win they're basically in so uh it's gonna be make for an interesting here uh home stretch here down the regular season it definitely is and uh speaking of that we have a new track alert coming up and that is the road america course there in uh wisconsin the inaugural race is uh 
coming up this week. And uh, Big Tay, why don't you tell me a little bit about it? Well, it's a road course, obviously, as the name suggests, Road America. Uh, first time that the Cup Series will be racing in there, but not the first time that NASCAR has in the past. Uh, you've had several Xfinity Series races up in there. Uh, so it's going to be interesting. Uh, perhaps uh, you know we'll, we'll get to see again the dominance of Chase Elliott and the Hendrick team. So we'll see that there. Um, and, well, uh, should also mention that this... Hold on, Big Tay. I got breaking news. I got breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news. Bring it, you ready for it? it? Do you it. ready for it? Pit crew, Big Tay will be at the Road America race. That's right. Get ready for live race coverage. Boots on the ground at the Road America race for talking NASCAR with Bernard Big Tay. He's going to be there. He's getting interviews with probably random people. Uh, possibly pictures with some drivers, which would be cool. And uh, But Big Tay will be at the Road America race. Get ready for A-plus coverage from the Talking NASCAR Cat, with Bernard Big Tay. Cats out of the bag there. Yep, that's right. And uh, keep an eye on our socials. That'll be uh, where you'll see a lot of the action coming at you for live, live that's reports. That's exactly right. All right. And uh, anything else you want to talk about that Road America race there, uh, Big Tay? Well, the only thing I, I'm really looking forward to it uh, is going to be going to be my first race in a long while here. Obviously, with uh, you know other people too, but uh, you know inaugural event, uh, no Chicago, but hey, this this might just be the next best thing. So keep uh, stay tuned and uh, keep an eye out on our socials. And like I said, we'll uh, we'll be reporting, giving you a live perspective from out there, out in Elkhart Lake, Wisconsin, Wisconsin, Wisconsin. Another race that we're going to be covering this week is the Atlanta race. Hotlanta Hot there, Big Tay. And this is going to be the second time that the Cup uh, Series is in Atlanta this year. Yeah, they ran in the springtime. Uh, when was that? Back in uh, March, I believe. Yeah, March, uh, March of this year. So Ryan Blaney, your uh, winner earlier this season. Uh, second place uh, surprise was Kyle Larson. Uh you had Alex Bowman also finished in third, Denny Hamlin fourth, and Kyle Busch rounded out your top five there. So we'll see if uh, anything uh, might repeat there. But uh, another exciting race to, to be uh, looking out for here coming up. Yeah, that's right, Big Tay. It definitely will be exciting. So why don't we go ahead and get into the fantasy game and – I already know what's going to happen here, but Big Tay, give me the rundown of who's leading the fantasy the fantasy points right now. Well, well, well. Right now, you are talking to your second half, second segment points leader, Big Tay, with a big 10 points. <laughs> second place, that guy on the other end of the mic, Bernie, with seven points. Third place, you got Tiny Tay with four points. And in fourth place, Bring up the rear, we got Ben with two points. I had a big week at Pocono. Uh, got three points uh, from our first race there uh, with uh, selecting the winner with Alex Bowman. Uh, Bernie, he got some points on the board, so he's he's still alive, but not in the lead. That's right. With uh, his pick and Kyle Busch. Uh, but uh, another big surprise, I guess, from, uh, from Nashville is nobody, we had no winners there. Nobody picked uh, Kyle Larson, which... 
shame on us for not doing, but... Uh, yeah, well, I even mentioned that. I was like, I was surprised no nobody picked right, him. Right, right. And but, sure as crap. Yeah. Who wins? Exactly. But by the same token, that uh, just means more of an opportunity for more of the pit crew out there to get in on the fun. So still plenty of time to join in on our fantasy game as we've got uh, still a couple more races here left in the second segment of the season. So... Who knows? You might, uh, if you get lucky, you might pick a winner and a couple other guys, and you're right into it there with us. So heck yeah, heck, heck yeah. yeah. And remember, there's prizes for each segment, not just a full season prize. So That's buckle right. up because you could easily be a segment two winner, a segment three winner. So it's uh, it's definitely worth your time and effort to get involved. That's right. Quick look at the overall season standings. So, Tiny Tay is still in the lead with 23 points, but after my big performance after, at Pocono, I'm sitting there in second place with 20. Burn with 17. Got KJ down there with 11 points. Eugene with 6. And then we've got a tie for last place with Jesse and Ben at 2 for the season. So, getting getting tight here at the top for the overall season. That's right, and I still haven't hit my stride yet, so I'm coming for you boys. Yeah, okay, whatever. all right big tay well why don't we go ahead and get into our picks then now that we're on the topic so all right big tay hit me with your road america first pick all right first pick is gonna be pretty obvious since it's a road course and he's been successful there on these tracks in the past chase elliott is my number one pick solid pick uh my pick for road america my first pick is kyle larson won't make that mistake again <laughs> same, same here. The second pick, lesson learned from Nashville. I'm picking Kyle Larson for my my second pick. And my second pick, because it is a road course, you have to take Chase Elliott, like you said. So, my second pick <laughs> is Chase Elliott. Who's your third pick, Big Ted? Uh, third pick. I'm going off of. I'm basing this one off of the last road course that we had, which was Sonoma. So, my third pick will be the 19 car and Martin Truex Jr. Solid pick. Mine is the 24 car of William Byron. Trying to bank off so, that Hendrick success here, huh? Yep, going all Hendrick across the board for my picks. Uh, now, my first pick for Atlanta Motor Speedway is going to surprise you a little bit. And uh, you ready to be surprised, Big Tay? I'm ready to be surprised. First pick, Kyle Larson. <laughs> uh, fine then, me too. Same, first pick. uh my second pick for atlanta alex bowman my second pick will be the winner in the spring race so my guy ryan blaney pick number two oh get the fan club fired up that's right big taste taking ryan blaney my my third pick it's happening at atlanta it's happening denny hamlin's gonna win so it's gonna be denny hamlin Oh, getting back on the hamlin train okay all right uh, third pick for me, I will go with William Byron. Again, had success in the spring, so uh, go with him. 24 car, third pick. All right. Well, you have our picks. Make sure to get your picks in, like we said on our Facebook page. And uh, good luck. Good luck, Big Tay. You're going to need it. We'll see, my friend. We shall see. All right. Now, moving ahead, we're going to the betting with Burns segment. Uh, 
just a little update on where we are with the Betting and Burn segment. Well, the Pocono races, I was unable to make a bet due to circumstances beyond my control. Womp, womp. Being in a state, being in a state that doesn't allow sports betting, really hinders your ability to bet on sports. So, have that going on. Um, however, uh, with the new format, we didn't win that first uh, that first race. So. The the profit right now is is none. It's minus one dollar, and uh, make sure to check out our social medias. Get your votes in on who you, the pit crew, would like to bet on, because uh, like we had said at the end of the year, we're gonna make a big donation, hopefully a big big donation, with all the profits to uh, a driver of the pit crew's choices charity. So make sure to get those votes in. Uh, and we'll get uh, get that pit crew money up. What do you say? Yes, be sure to get your picks in there, guys, for the betting with burn segment. It's a pretty new, exciting uh, thing that we're doing here for for that. So, uh, like uh, like I said, keep an eye on our social medias and uh, you know, hey, comments uh, and uh, let us know what you think. Uh, you know, on your picks there. So, looking forward to that. Uh, that I'm hoping that we are able to uh, get a, a, a nice donation there for for a, a charity of, of of our pit crew's choice so something we'll be building on so uh like i said uh hey join in all right with that big take i think it's time to wrap up the the episode what do you think you know what i think that's about right you know we've got the we had a lot to unpack this episode but uh hey there's that's what happens when a lot goes on so uh yeah, yeah we Want to thank thank everyone for listening for being with us. Episode number eleven, big milestone for talking NASCAR with Burn and Big Tay. Make sure to rate and review us on your listening platform. We will get around to reading uh, the five star reviews here as more come in. So we appreciate the ones that have been submitted and look forward to the future ones. So uh, make sure to uh, to do that for us. Uh, also, make sure, as we have alluded to several times, to check out our social media pages for updates for the contest rules. And it's a great way to just get a hold of us and talk some NASCAR. Fun, easy, and free, by the way. Free way to join in on our games and free. engage with us. So everybody loves free, right? So, yeah, makes it easy on you. And, uh,. Yeah, hey, looking forward to interacting with uh, the rest of you out there. Reach out to us uh, on our socials and uh, join in our games. And hey, let's let's keep this uh, let's keep this good thing going that we got going on. Uh, That's right. We got a big week on our social media platforms. As uh, you heard uh, the breaking news earlier, Big Tay is going to be attending the Road America race. Going to be just big content, big content <laughs> all over the place. So make sure to uh, to be involved with all that. Maybe direct Big Tay at who you want him to meet with. Yeah, yeah, just uh, more to come on our socials. So, big week ahead. And, uh, yep, big week ahead. Uh, With that, any final words there, Big Tay? Can't say that I got any final words. Uh, Let's just, uh, let's keep it going. And uh, we'll catch you guys at uh, at the next one. That's right. Enjoy the races, everyone.